You're listening. You're listening. You're listening to another episode of the Fresh Takes Podcast. All right, since you want to talk about quarterbacks getting injured, let's just jump into it. Raiders, Jimmy G goes down, but the Raiders come out on top. 21-17 against the Patriots. I mean, like you said earlier, it's the Patriots. I mean. Is Mac Jones done? Like, uh, what do we think? 200 I think yards, he should one be interception, done. and a safety. Uh, he does need – he needs to be done. And honestly, this Max Crosby with that safety, I mean, Max Crosby, Crosby he's a beast. He's a beast. Okay, but so then I let me ask you: Do you think it's on? Time. <laughs> do you What's think that? that it's uh, Mac that lost that game, or do you think it's Devontae Parker who lost that game, who had the ball in his fingertips and just didn't catch it? That sounds about right for his career, unfortunately. I mean, it, it kind of goes for both. I mean, it's a shame that him and Bourne are like the two best players on that team, and I think what Parker had a touchdown, didn't he? Bruce went to Bourne. I, I have Bourne on my other league. He, he, he's a target machine. Speaking I picked target. him up in our league, and then he had like four games in a row where he had like eight points. So I was like, I don't, I don't need him. Yeah. But on the other yeah. side, Jacoby Myers is a target machine. Yeah, he is. He's oh, getting yeah. way more targets than Adams. Oh yeah, I, and I'm shocked about it. But at the same time, Adams is already showing. Um, I mean, he's not already because he, he's been there, but the frustration with Adams and the team is not. I think he gets traded by the deadline. Or two. Baltimore. Kansas City. No, I think he goes to Baltimore. I think Kansas City is going to try it for a Miko back. Ah. But who would Baltimore give up? Trade picks for? Oh, just picks. You think that's all he's worth is just picks? Nobody else? Well, I mean, who else are you going to get to help with that, though? I mean, I'm sure they would send Rashad Bateman. I mean, Bateman, I think, is kind of key. If anything, I think more of DuVernay. I can see DuVernay, yeah. You can't get rid of DuVernay. He's the heart and soul of that team. Ah, Zay Flowers doesn't have the heart and soul of that team. Zay Flowers is going to be that. I know. What's uh? What about Isaiah Likely? Not likely. Ah! <laughs> Here goes the Pat puns. <laughs> no, I mean they got Mark Andrews. They don't really need Isaiah Likely, and I don't think the Raiders have a good tight end. No. No, they don't. But I mean, like, they got rid of their. their... Their best one to the Giants wasn't it, wasn't it Waller? He came from Raiders. Yeah. So I mean, they got rid of Waller. Well, there was a contract dispute there. But still, I mean. Yeah. So I don't know. I think Adams could have a chance of being in Baltimore, but I also think I honestly don't know where else he could really go that could use him, unless he. Goes back, goes to the Jets to link back up with Aaron Rodgers. Detroit, Detroit would not be bad. That would be a, that'd be a good uh, 
one two combo with uh golf and him. Tra- trade Adams to the Vikings for Kirk Cousins. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> Adams and Jefferson together. <laughs> what a blockbuster trade. That would. I don't even know who who would you block on that. I mean, because you, you're going to try to double coverage both, but you can't do that. You would yeah, cover that, Adams and pray that Jefferson and Hawkinson don't. <laughs> uh, I, that'd be bad. No, if anything, you would cover Jefferson because he's the younger one, and just hope that. Adams is getting up there in age, so he's like dropping passes. Yeah, could, could. But Good. last four o'clock game, the Rams over top of the Cardinals, 26 to 9. The Cardinals are now one and five. Can somebody remind me who's that one win? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got jokes. You got jokes. <laughs> you know what? That wasn't a dad joke either because that wasn't a good. Well, uh, Pat, you did say that the Cardinals would go one and sixteen this year. Yeah, I mean, even I'll, I'll say the tank's credit. I did not expect that one win to be against Cowboys, but I, know. I don't think <laughs> any of us did. You also said the Rams that. were going one and sixteen, and they are now three and three. They need to lose a couple wins. <laughs> <laughs> so, I do. Do you think the Cardinals are even going to? Bring Kyler Murray back? Do you think they care at this point? No. No. I no. think I Kyler's probably going to get traded. Yeah, there's a new regime. At the end of the season or before trade deadline? Before deadline. Honestly, I could see – I want to say I could see that Minnesota would get rid of Cousins and Kyler would go there, but Cousins already said he is not raising his no-trade clause. So I don't no. think that Cousins is leaving. You know what I, I see cousins for, for fresh starts for overpaid quarterbacks? Just a Danny Danny Dimes for Kyler Swap. I look <laughs> I'd be all right with happen? it. What's the worst? <laughs> I'd be okay with it. You would you would take Kyler Murray over top of Daniel Jones? In a heartbeat. New York Giants, you heard this that Tim wants you to do this trade. If Kyler can stay healthy, he's not a bad quarterback. He's way better he's not than Daniel. Big. And I, I think, think, uh, I think Kyler made magic with no name receivers. He can do. He can do it in New York. Uh, that's that's New York specialty. No name receivers. And right? I think him and Barkley like running options together. Look, Tim, I think I just put a, I just I just put a fantasy in Tim's head. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely something that I would I would rather have. <laughs> I mean, like I said, it could happen. So, all right, how we feel, Cooper Cup? Do we think he's still the great Cooper Cup that he is? Do we think that he's stealing targets from Puka Nakua? No, he can't steal. Puka was stealing his targets. <laughs> I don't think he was. I don't think he's stealing them, but I, I do feel that you know having both he's of them still... is a one-two punch for for uh, the Rams. Well, Puka only had out. four catches for twenty-six yards, but Cooper Cup seven catches, a hundred and forty-eight yards, and one tutty. Yeah, nine to seven targets though, so only two target differences. Yeah, he just made more out of him. It also doesn't help that they got Kyron Williams back there, just running over everybody. Right. Well, maybe not for a couple weeks know, now. Yeah, and I know the Rams are are going down. Are they going to be down two running backs? Yeah, they'll be down to 
Zach Evans. Never should have got rid of Cam Akers. Nope. What about old Ronnie Rivers? Ronnie Rivers tore his PCL. Oh, no, not Ronnie. Yeah. I love saying his name. Good old Ronnie Rivers. <laughs> Does it, like, blow off the tongue? It's his, and for the Cowboys, Rico Dowdle. Doubt, doubt. Yeah. yeah. I love, I don't know. Some about it. I, I love his name. I think that there's just a bunch of Cowboys players you like saying their names. Yeah. I mean, like Odigizua. Odigizua. And the, the, the former great Taco Charlton. <laughs> I remember that one. Well, uh, as we're all having a great evening, there were some players yesterday that. Had quite a day. And to talk about that in our other new segment, Tim with Tim's Have a Day. Have a Day. What's up, everybody? So, welcome to the technical first episode of Tim's Have a Day, which, if you do recall, in the last four videos, I have randomly blurted out in the middle of us speaking on games, Have a Day. Like last week, Tank and I. We're in the middle of talking, and I just blurted out, Zach Moss, have a day, and cut him off completely. So, just like... I remember that. Yeah. So, just like in Tank's... That catch, though, I also have three nominees. So, up first, and boys, chime in if you would like, but up first, nominee number one, we have Raheem Mostert. Raheem, 17 attempts, 115 rushing yards, two touchdowns, Three catches, 17 yards, and one touchdown. Now, to go in for nominee number two, we got Amon Ross St. Brown. He had an off game last week when he did not play. He came back with 12 catches, 124 yards, and one touchdown. Now, for my last person of have a day, Pat, you might want to plug your ears for this one. <laughs> Instead of a player, we have the entire Jets defense. Jets defense had two sacks, three interceptions, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, and beat the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. So, boys, all I can say is, Jets defense, have a day. Congratulations to the yeah, Jets defense. Yeah, yeah. Congrats <laughs> to them. Have a day. Have a day. Jets are the first award winner on the Have a Day World Tour. World tour, but unfortunately, was... there was one team that did not have a day. Well, technically, both of that, them. That... <laughs> technically, both of them. I but, mean, uh, unfortunately, the, Bills... the referees helped the Bills beat the Giants fourteen to nine. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna act like the the refs. <laughs> Can we find out the name of the ref crew and tell them to have a day? <laughs> <laughs> Where are you are, oh, I, I can't see you. I can't see you guys. Where so, are you at? My <laughs> biggest thing from this game, other than the fact that Darren Waller was held on the final play and there was no call, the entire fourth quarter, Saquon was running through that defense. Ball on the one yard line. Why did you just give it to Saquon? Feel bad for the Giants. Because that's and another I, team that that's another team I thought they were going to be a wild card team, and they're not even living up to the potential of what they can be. And I'm sorry, um, personally, 
I feel Saquon deserved the contract that Daniel Jones got. Flip it. Uh, yeah, they, they should definitely flipped. And I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I think the biggest thing from that is Daniel should have gotten one more year to prove himself. I think him coming in and looking decent with Dayball was a one-year thing. He should have had a one-year contract to prove that he was worth all that. And if it didn't happen, he either was gone, we get somebody else at free agency, or he signs a contract so much cheaper than what he did, and we spend that money on Saquon. At the end of the year, I don't think Saquon's going to want to come back. No, he's not. I'm sorry, he's not. I mean, luckily we have one more franchise tag that we can use on Saquon. But I think before the deadline, we need to trade Leonard Williams. And I think that we need to try and find a quarterback that we can get. Do you even – because wasn't it at the beginning of the year, Saquon wasn't going to sign that that franchise tag this year. So, I mean, even if you franchise tag him next year, who's who's to say that he's not going to really hold out and not play? I mean, he'd get more money next year. If you get tagged twice, you get double the money. Well, yeah, but you do. Do you see what I'm saying, though? I don't think he would hold out, though, because we have seen what happens when running backs hold out. They're easily replaceable nowadays, and Le'Veon Bell said it himself that holding out was the dumbest thing he could have done because it ruined his career. Yeah, this is true. Todd Gurley held out and did not re-sign with the Falcons, and we saw what happened. He has not had a single snap since. Yeah. So, I don't know. I will say, though, the bright thing to take away from that game is the Giants finally are figuring out the defense. The defense is finally looking good. We're finally rushing the quarterback. Yeah, I don't. I think we had, like, one sack that entire game. But we're finally putting pressure on the quarterback. Our rookie corner is actually – he, like, stopped digs all night. And the yeah. week before that, he was all over Jalen Waddle. Yeah. So I think that things... we're learning that our defense can play. We we just got to figure out the offense. I will say that you know the Giants uh, at the end of the first quarter, this is the first time they were leading this whole season after one quarter. Well, I mean, technically, they led at the end of the fourth quarter in the Cardinals game. It was only they only had with two plays on that that, that game. We and only held it for nineteen seconds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we no, held it I'm against saying... the team that you guys couldn't beat. So you kind of y'all going to continue But hey, what I'm looking forward to is not only did Tyrod show that he can play still. So, you know, if Daniel starts to fumble the bag, we can bring Tyrod in. But now we have the Commanders, the Raiders, the Jets, the Commanders again. We have a pretty easy schedule in front of us now. So, after the way that we played against the Bills, who have one of the top-rated offenses, I think we can turn our season around. I don't think we're getting playoffs, but I think that we can 8-9. If we we come... Back after those four games, and they're one and nine. I just want to see the gradual shift on your face. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I, I'm not trying to mean when I say this, Tim. But what if they actually? You say they're easy games right now, but what happens if they they can't even do anything with those easy games? Okay, well, I mean, just they got it, the Commanders towards- who have been struggling. They got the Jets 
who, unless their defense helps them, they can't do nothing on offense. The Raiders, who are absolutely garbage, who are winning against bad teams, then we have Cowboys, which that's going to hurt. We're going to get destroyed again. And then Commanders again. The Patriots, who are the god-awful team in the league right now. Packers, who still are trying to figure stuff out. And the Saints, who, again, like we said at the beginning, have been going on a downfall. But again, we thought the Cardinals were going to be tanking this year, and look what they did to the Cowboys. They controlled the ball. Still so, tanking. I'm saying they're still tanking, though. I, I don't – I'm not I, – I'm I not think the Cardinals they, only beat the Cowboys because they thought it would be funny for America to watch. Yeah, because it's the NFL script sometimes. No, it's because they know that people hate the Cowboys, so they thought it would be funny, especially because of what Dak said after the game. I'm just – I'm not saying that it can't be done. I'm not – you know, it can be done with that – you know, they can go on this little small winning streak because they do have horrible teams. But what I'm saying is don't count your chickens before they hatch. Look, all I'm saying is from here out, I give us six more wins. I think we have the Commanders. I think we have the Raiders. I think we have the Patriots, Packers, Saints, and the Commanders again. I think we could get two on the Commanders this year. I think that we're we are a solid seven and ten team going out of the out of the end of the year. That's that's a realistic projection, I think. I'm just saying that every week we've been slowly getting better and we're getting healthier again. I'm sure in like two weeks we will have our offensive line back. So, I don't know. My other biggest complaint with the Giants is why did we re-sign Sterling Shepard to sit on the bench? He's the locker room guy, evidently. I'm I'm not sure why he's been there for like three that's, years. Well, that's what they said. He's like the big mentor and motivator. Cool. Put him on the coaching staff then. Why <laughs> is he waste it? Who is he motivating? <laughs> he was motivating Literally not King, the receivers. Uh, Galladay. <laughs> he was motivating Galladay, okay? Yeah, sit on his ass. But that, that's my New York Giants rant of the week. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got to say. Is, uh, I mean, good luck to the Giants. Uh, try to go for that trade that uh, Pat put out there, you know. Look, I'm just saying if we could pull Kyler Murray and Marquise Brown, I know it's not going to happen. But if we could pull that, I, I think we'd be set. Yeah. From what I'm thinking, I think Marquise is going to the Cowboys. I'd love that. But, all right. Hank, set it up for the last segment of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, that brings us to our last segment. Yes, it's been, you know, debuted, but we're going to be debuting a preview of it, and it is called Pat's Preview of His Power Rankings. Take it away there, Pat. All right. Well, as we know and as we've seen this past weekend, there were two unbeaten teams that are no longer unbeaten. Did that shift the power rankings up a little bit? Well, of course. Of course it did. Uh, there's a new front runner in the league. Hint, hint. May have talked about him a little bit. Also, as someone who does power rankings, I do hate to move teams when they're on a buy. I like to keep them at the spot ahead, although this week that was a little hard because there were 
some teams that outperformed those that were left on a buy. So there's a new entrance into the top 10. And as for the rest of the top 10, it's more just uh, people jumping than other people. So stay tuned. And Tim, don't worry. The Giants aren't on there. <laughs> uh, Tank. Cowboys might be on there. They might not. We'll see what happens tonight. All right, Pat, let me ask you this one question, though. Yeah. Who's last? Who's in the 10th spot? No, who's in the 32nd spot? Oh, okay. Holy, let's see. Yeah, I'm going to have to say it's probably the Patriots. I didn't know if you would go them or the still winless Carolina Panthers. <sighs> I mean, the Carolina Panthers did put up a yeah, little bit a, of fight uh, against Miami. That's a good point. Yeah, they're winless. It'd probably have to be them. Yeah, I'd probably put the Giants like 30th. <laughs> <laughs> 30 and a half. Yeah. But all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are on to the game show. If you didn't know, last week we didn't play the game show because Pat was not here. So we didn't want to make it unfair and have the points kind of differentiate. So, Tank, you are the host still for this one. Still. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we have the quiz show. Pat, Tim, before we get right into it, here is the clue for this week. Since we do our recordings on Monday nights, we're going to be talking about Monday Night Football. Oh, Is that okay with you guys? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <I suppose>. <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is Monday Night Football all together. So, I mean, it's every single Monday Night Football game except for tonight's. That's not that's not included because they haven't played tonight. But it's from last week and all the way from the beginning of football era starting being Monday Night uh, Football games. Bro, so, I'm only 24. Who? <laughs> Honestly, some of these. Pat's got a couple easy. years on me. I mean, I think some of them are easy. All right. So, question number one: Who has the most touchdowns on a Monday Night ah. Football non-QB? Ah. Hey, non-QB. You can't keep saying the question after he chimes in. <laughs> well, who is it? Wow. I wouldn't have done that if you were if I would have waited for the rest of the question. Um, See, that's why I said you can't do that. Monday night, most touchdowns. Uh, yeah, I'm going with the same game. Let's, God, uh, Lashawn McCoy. So hold on, is it in one night or all together? All together, Jerry Rice. Oh, son of a... Who is it? Son of Jerry a. Rice. Ding, 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 ding. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, two points. Dang it. <laughs> I wish I would have clarified that, too. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question number two. How many touchdowns does Jerry Rice have? It's looking like it's going to have to be a multiple choice. <laughs> <laughs> a thirty-three, B thirty-six, C thirty-five, D thirty-one, or E 
37. Well, I was waiting on Pat so I could try and narrow it down, but I'll just get uh, it. Whichever one was 33. So you say it's A33. Yeah. Eh, wrong. Uh, let's go 36. Ding, 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 ding. We have wow. a winner there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I needed a point. Question number two. <laughs> Who has intercepted the most balls on Monday Night Football? All time still. All these are all time, but okay. Y'all want choices? I'm going to yeah. just throw out Night Train Lane. No, it wrong. I feel like so, he has the most in, like, ever, so I thought that might have been him. A, Darren Sharper. B, Everson Walls. C, Merton Hanks. D, Dick Anderson. Or E, Night Train Lane. Yeah, these are some pretty easy questions. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Sharper. I'll just go with Darren Sharper because he's the only other one I've heard of, and it's probably not him. It's the oh. hardest hitting safety in the league. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with D and do Dick Anderson. It wrong. Everson Walls. Whoever that is. Good job, Good job Everson. <laughs> you won your most interception award. Number four, how many interceptions does Everson Walls have? How did I know that was going to be the question? Uh, how many? Seven. How many? Seven. Wrong. Uh, Twelve. All right. Guesses will be A, 10, B, 9, C, 15, D, 11, or E, 12. Well, we know it's not E. <laughs> So, uh, D11. Did I hear, like, uh, Pat Grunt, though? I think. I I mean, I heard Tim answer, but I didn't know if Pat said anything. But Uh, it is answer D11. (laughs) Question number five. In 2007, this Monday night game was called Monday Night Mudder. Who were the two teams in that game? I swear to God, if question six is, what was the score to that game? (laughs) Oh, God, it probably is. (laughs) (laughs) Monday Night Um, I think I know this one. 2007. Can I get half a point if I get one of the teams? <laughs> no. All right. I'm going to throw a bone out here. Eh. Was it Washington and Dallas? Eh, wrong. Damn. Eh. I'll, I'll listen for the. I want to say that Washington's right. one a. of them. A. Steelers and Ravens. B. Dolphins and Redskins. C. Steelers and Dolphins. D. Dolphins and Jets, or E, Steelers and Browns? Uh, what was... 
I don't remember the choices. Uh, just give me B. I don't remember the two teams. So you're saying Dolphins and Redskins? Eh, wrong. I'm going to go with the Dolphins and Steelers. Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. You use Dolphins in like three of the choices and Steelers in like two of the choices. So I was like, I feel like that's hinting towards it. <laughs> it was. All right. <laughs> Question number I six. I swear to God. What was the highest scoring Monday night football game ever? I will give you a hint. It was in 2018. Combined scores? Oh, eh, yes, eh, eh, eh What, what, eh. what? It was the Chiefs and the Rams. Okay, yeah. but what was the score? It was 96 total. Hold on. Tim has to answer. He he buzzed in. <laughs> I know one of them had – the Rams had 52. I mean, I know it, but I can't. But you have the teams right, Chiefs and Rams. I want to say – Pat said that it was 96 total, so that would make me believe it's 52 to 44. So you think it's 96 points altogether? That's that's the question, or that's what I'm trying to get is – Oh, 90, oh, total. Yes. All right, then, yeah, I'll go 96. Eh, wrong. Pat, you have a guess? I feel like I should get it since I knew the teams. Was it 101? Eh, wrong. A, 105, a 54-51 score. B, 106, a 55-51 point. C, 102, a 57-45. D, 101, 51-50. Or E, 109, 55-54. Go ahead. A. I'm a is a. correct. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Pat and I both deserve a point on that one. Pat got the score so, and I got the team. I should have got a point for San Antonio Moss. <laughs> you didn't even <laughs> say the right person. I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I said the last name right. I don't know. I think since I guessed the two teams that I should get the point there, but okay, Mr. Judge. <laughs> so we're going to go to the – there's a red flag on this challenge. No, I'm I'm calling it pillin' the decline. <laughs> Tim, you do win, though, 4-2-2. Two, two. Should be five. <laughs> but – all right, ladies and gentlemen, if you did like this new format that we are doing, we'll do it again next week. Go ahead and comment down below if you enjoyed it or not. If not, then we'll get rid of the two segments that we tried out. But I'm still going to say have a day to somebody every week. <laughs> but I okay. hope you guys did enjoy. Don't forget, on Sunday, I did post testing Tim's knowledge. It was, again, testing the knowledge of my co-hosts and their favorite football offensive players. So stay tuned to see how I did on that one. Also, if you didn't see, Tank dropped his top 10 hot dog toppings. And that is so far our most viewed video. So that's all I got. Go ahead and take it away, Pat. Well, Glizzy's, the gift that keeps on getting views, you know? <laughs> Suck on a couple of those dogs. Uh... Hold up. <laughs> 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 yeah. PG Pat PG over here. <laughs> um, from hot dogs to hot diggity dogs to <laughs> to hot takes. <laughs> to hot takes. I'm Pat. 
his take was fresh. I mean, I can get behind that kind of statement there, Pat. You can follow us on the good old X, a.k.a. Twitter. <laughs> or and also you can follow us on t- t- TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and on, of course, YouTube. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, you got me all flushed over here, Pat. <laughs> Uh, don't forget on YouTube to hit the subscribe button, the notification button, all of it shares. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. And don't forget, one of our lucky fans from YouTube will win a prize from yours truly, Tank, Tim, and Pat from the Fresh Takes Podcast. But we got to hit our 100 subscribers, and I'm pretty sure we're close to 30 subscribers right now. So, you know what? Keep sharing, keep loving us, and keep subscribing. Get your friends out there, family members, anybody and everybody. To, to know who we are. Other than that, I will see you all this Friday for yours truly, Tank's thoughts. Other than that, Tank's signing off. Peace. Make sure you blare it so loud in your car that your neighbors hear and question and you put them on. Subscribe or see me in your nightmares. <laughs>